It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, everybody? The Washington Wizards signed Michael Foster Jr. to an Exhibit 10 contract. The Charlotte Hornets wave Kai Jones. Denny Avia should be ready to roll tomorrow night, and then we're going to do a preview on that game next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon Scott, again, and I'm here with my co-host, The Real Ed Oliver. And we appreciate you guys being your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. And tonight's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make, make every moment more right now. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. So we're going to start out. Um, we have a lot to talk about tonight. Um, obviously, Kai Jones was waived by the Charlotte Hornets. So should the Wizards take a look at him? Uh, Michael Foster Jr. was signed to an Exhibit 10. Denny should be ready to roll tomorrow night against the Hornets. And then we're going to do a preview to round out tonight. So starting out, Michael Foster Jr. Um, what are your thoughts on that? And do you think he adds depth to the center position? Or do you think we need to make another move for the center position? Um, I, I think he does give a little bit of depth. He he may not, he, he may still play for the go-go and not much for the Wizards since we just have a lot of guys. We desperately need a, need a big man and he, he's six, nine. So yeah. we just need somebody. I think we, it, it, it doesn't matter. Like sometimes, you know, guys can play bigger than their size, but I do think we need, uh, some, 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 some guys with more wingspan, like a seven footer down there. Cause we just don't have a big man that's that's that kind of just has a, a dominant presence. Gaff can do it sometimes, yeah. but just consistently and f- just providing that physicality, that that post presence. I don't. I just don't think we have a lot of guys uh, there. We just don't have a lot of depth at the big man position at all. And I don't think Michael F- Foster. He's still in the developmental phase. I think he's going to be on the G League roster um, because I, I found something on the trade, like the G League team. They they traded for his rights as well. Um, yeah, the tweet from the Capital City Gogo says the Gogo have agreed to trade the returning player rights to Isaiah Mucus or Mucius, a 2024 first round draft pick and a 2023 second round pick in the NBA G League draft at the Delaware Blue Coast in exchange for the returning player rights to Michael Foster Jr. So he's on Exhibit 10. So I do think he's going to get some time. Um, excuse me with the G League with the G League team. Uh, it kind of reminds me of uh, having Vernon Carey on the roster yeah. or Jaime Echenique. I do think. Foster can do a little bit more offensively. Like he can put the ball on the floor a little bit. He can cross guys up. He can shoot a three. He didn't shoot the ball well with the Delaware Blue Coats, the G League team. They actually won the G League championship last year as well. He shot 22%. Uh, just looking up to the numbers because I'm not going to act like I know fully know about Michael Michael Foster Jr. I did see him play with the G League Ignite yeah. uh, a few years back as well. But he averaged 13 points a game. 
uh, 6.8 boards a game, shot 22% from the three-point line, which is not good at all. Uh, but, I mean, he, he's a solid scorer. 2.1 blocks a game as well, so he blocks shots. He runs the floor. Doesn't play above the rim, but he can finish around the rim pretty well. He's pretty crafty. He's a smooth, big guy. Six, and, and this The G League website lists him at 6'8", 250, so he's still going to be undersized if he is playing center. Yeah. You know, you got your Joel Embiid's in the world, 7 feet, 7'1", seven Rudy Gobert, 7'1". Steven Adams about six foot eleven. Giannis Valanciunas yeah. about six eleven. Vucevic about six eleven. So they're all these guys got three. Anthony Davis six eleven. So uh, all you got Porzingis with the Celtics now seven foot three. So all these guys are going to have about three inches of um, of height on him. Uh, so they can just easily shoot the ball over him. He's got to play with physicality. But uh, I, I think it's good because we didn't even have a guy that we even had. A, we didn't even have a center to develop. Like we didn't have a Vernon Carey. <laughs> we didn't have any guy in our G League roster that you look at from the big man spot really that we're that we have coming up in the wings. And that was most concerning too that we just didn't have any developing bigs at all. It was just Gafford and that's it. And you yeah. got Gallo who's gonna be playing at the five and Muscala is going to play at the five. So um I think it's a good signing. I definitely think they, they could have been a little bit more aggressive earlier in the offseason. There were so many so much so many young guys we talked about Bull Bowl. Uh we talked about um uh Nemus Kata uh, there's just a, a plethora of guys that were out that were out there that that could have been signed. So I like the signing. They showed some clips of him in practice shooting the ball today. I like I like his uh, I like his shooting for him. I like the touch. So I, I want to see him tomorrow. I want to see how he does tomorrow if he does play. Yeah, I agree on all points, man. I think that he's great for depth for the organization. He can play a little bit of ball. He's definitely still a developmental piece. But you know, we we know how Amber Nichols and, and company how they do over there at Capital City Gogo. They're gonna get him right. They're gonna get him ready. That if we need him to come up here and contribute significant minutes, he can. You know, because I have a lot of faith in the Capital City Gogo with their ability to bring people up to play significant minutes. So I think he'll be all right. But he de- he definitely has to be developed. But I think it's a good signing for depth. Um, again, Kai Jones, <laughs> a, a gentleman who can play some ball, but man, he started calling people out on the Charlotte Hornets. Man, thinking so. He was he was formally waived today by the Charlotte Hornets. So, looking at you know we we're just talking about the lack of depth at the center position. Um, do you think that he's a candidate to come over here to the Wizards? And if you do, do you think? I mean, where do you think he is in the pecking order as far as the center position? No, I, I just we know how uh, Ted Leonsis is, and uh, he doesn't want any guys with any any type of past, any type of uh, controversy, anything. That is not uh, – I'm not going to say, like, you know – I'm, I'm going to just say you have to have a squeaky clean resume. Yeah. And that's it, you know. So you, you cannot have any anything that is out of the ordinary with you or any 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 trouble or any trouble past. Tommy, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I, I really didn't mean to say oh, Tommy Shepard. I hate that I said that. <laughs> but Ted Leonsis – I will never make that mistake again. But Ted Leonsis <laughs> – does not want any tr- any guys with, with trouble past at all or going through any trials or tribulations. So I, I don't think they'll make a move on him at all. Uh, it's unfortunate what's going on with him, former first-round pick. So talented, yeah. uh, so athletic, and he had a good summer league. Like, he played really yeah. well. Oh, and uh, Michael Porter – Michael Porter – I'm sorry, not Michael Porter. Michael Foster Jr., he had a really good summer league as well. He yeah. had 17 points in a game. In the summer league, so he played really well. He was a McDonald's All American. Just looking at some background on him, Delaware Blue Coats won the championship with them. Uh, McDonald's All American in a Jordan Brand Classic, and, and his senior year in high school, he averaged 32 points a game, and 18 boards a game. That's that's insane numbers, yeah, uh, right there. I, I get his high school, but that's insane numbers. 32 points, 18 boards a game. That's insane. Uh, but back to Kai Jones, you look at some of his tweets. 
And uh, I want to say some TikToks as well. He's like just dancing and, and sweating and uh, just doing random things. And then, you yeah. know, he's saying he's the greatest of all time. He requested a trade on Twitter, which is actually a fine if you do that. It, it, it's uh, it's against the rules to request a trade on Twitter. So he, he yeah. posted that. Then he posted some Instagram. Uh, Terrence Ross was asking, was like, is everything okay with this guy? And um, Kai Jones replied. He was like, yeah, just watch my highlights. I'm the greatest of all time. And then Terrence Jones was like, okay, so – so no, <laughs> not everything's not okay with this guy. So yeah, I I I really want to see Kai Jones do right. And the Hornets, they just had a lot of a lot of tough and troubles with the guys they've drafted in the past. Miles Bridges getting arrested again. Uh James Booknight was arrested. Yeah. Uh so the Hornets have definitely gone through it with, with some of their guys. You know, I I'm 50 50 on this man because I get it. Telion's is not big on guys with troubled past, but I am somebody who believes in second chances to a certain degree, you know, to a certain degree. Um, you know, this is, the, the, the NBA has a long list of guys who have had questionable past, find the right coaching staff, they've ran them in, and they've been productive and led to championships. Dennis Rodman had a questionable past. You know, he, he came to the, the best situation, Chicago Bulls, with a great coaching staff. They got him right. I mean, he went all the way, right? I mean, he still had their moments, but, I mean, Rasheed Wallace, the list goes on. Um, you have guys who've had the you know injury, not injury, but you know troubled past. I think we have a coaching staff behind West Marcel that could they get them right? I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't contribute anything more than a one year deal if they indeed would make that move. You know, to see if you can get them right. You know, get a contract where if you have any issues, you know, send them on his way. But I say I would be in favor of giving him a chance because he's got talent. Now you know he might have some things going on. Um, try to work with him. You know, I mean, he's a young guy. You know, you know, mental mental health. Excuse me. Today, I'm uh, mental. Uh, <laughs> I can't talk today, man. <laughs> mental mental health is something that is serious now. I mean, you know, and there you go. So, <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to Better Health. Yeah, shout out to Better Health, man. So, mental mental health is an issue now, man. Overall, as a society, um, especially with this generation um so i would definitely see if you can at least try to help the guy out for one year he's got talent i mean we need depth in center position i get it you know telling is not a guy who really you know he kind of shies away from guys that have you know past that are questionable whether it's you know getting arrested or attitudes or you know trouble in the locker room but you know that narrative i mean we've had players on the roster now that had a narrative you know everybody in the world was trying to tell us that jordan Poole was this guy, you know, a pest in the locker room. And then you got NBA legends coming out and saying, look, nah, he's a guy who works hard. So maybe a change of series would help. I think he has a lot of talent. I think that if you can rein him in mentally and as far as, you know, really getting on him, get coaches on him, build a work ethic, maybe you got something because he's got talent. I mean, he's a guy who could play at a high level. Now, <laughs> you know, him calling out people, you know, going on Twitter. And look, he's not the only athlete right now dealing with, you know, stuff on Twitter, man. I mean, Especially, I mean, the NFL, we know. <laughs> What's that player for the Las Vegas uh, Raiders? Ah, uh, he Because he was on uh, Instagram and he no, was crying. Brown. Nah, I mean, he's had his fair share. But, it, man, what's his player? But there's a player on the Las Vegas Raiders that got waived where he was oh, crying. Oh, Jones. There you go, trying yeah, on Instagram Chandler. and all that. It's right, just, yeah. you know, I, 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 I try not to shy away from mental health, health, man, because it's a real issue now. You know, I get it, man. Um. So I would try to help him out. I think he's got talent. I think, you know, see what you can get out of him. One-year deal, add consistencies, you know, incentives in there and say, look, 
you know, you you're trying to rein them in. So I'm in favor of maybe signing them. So um, we're going to move on. Looking at the Charlotte Hornets game, we're going to do a preview real quick of the Charlotte Hornets game. And Denny Avia is ready to roll. But where does he fall as far as the rotation? Does he start or does he come off the bench? We're going to talk about that next. But before we do, tonight's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $100 and bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $5 bet. And it's $200 in bonus bets. I mean, win or lose, I mean, this is a great deal. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in into action than right now. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over and unders, and parlays, and much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the National Football League. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thanks for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every single day, every day. Tomorrow, we're going to do a recap, a live video like we, like we always do following the Charlotte Hornets preseason game. So definitely tune in because we're going to chop it up and have some fun. So looking forward, we have the Charlotte Hornets tomorrow night. Um, but before we do a preview and what our heart takes are for that game, Denny Avia, Turbo himself, should be playing. Now, E, you know, this is a tough decision with West Unsell. You know, if you look at the performance from Bilal Koulibaly, do you start Denny? Or do you still start Bilal? What do you what do you see Denny uh, playing as far as rotation tomorrow night? Yeah, if, if Denny plays, then he most likely will start. Uh, I would I would definitely start him yeah. if that's the plan going into the season. Now I did throw out the the option to start Corey Kispert, but e- either one I could see it happening because you know Denny would add more defense. You got a lot of offense. You see the how high power the offense can be. Now, yes, it was the the Canes, the Taipan, the Taipan Canes. Yeah, the, the, I'll just say the NBL team, which was just <laughs> it, it really was just a scrimmage. It was really unfair. And I do think next year they they may want to put some tougher competition on. The, it, it's just preseason. I think this is good for their confidence. But yeah, it's hard to judge anything from this game because, my goodness, I mean, it was just that that team was yeah. they 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 were just a lesser talent for sure than the Wizards. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think you got enough offense. And I think Denny would come in and be a good defender for this team because you got to have balance. I when when training camp for, or before training camp, when we knew the roster was set after all the trades, trading Brad, trading uh, Porzingis, trading Monte Morris, when you kind of knew what the roster was going to be, what the main guys were going to be, yeah. I wanted to start Corey. Excuse me, but looking at last night because Tyus, I think Tyus is really, really going to be able to push the pace and get guys open. I think you're going to have enough offensive firepower from Kuz. Poole and, and Tyus, I think starting Denny may be your best bet because you got to have some balance defensively. Um, and, and Corey coming off the bench, you can just have that shooting, that scoring. And, and, and it doesn't matter who starts, it matters who finishes the game. But yeah. to answer your question, I know I went on a tangent, but I, I would start Denny. I would start Denny. But it, it may take some time for him to just get his feet wet since he hasn't played in a little bit. Um, but yeah, I, I would start getting to start off and let let Bilal come off the bench. Bilal would be one of the first guys to come off the bench, though. Yeah, I, I'm I agree, man. Uh, I would definitely start Denny. 
and I'll definitely make Bilal the sixth man, the first man coming off the bench. So I agree on all points. Um, Denny, we, we, we'll see where he's at, man, because, I mean, look at this NBL team, man. <laughs> I mean, when you make the Wizards look like the Harlem Globetrotters, I'm just saying, <laughs> like, it was hard to watch as far as on this side, man. I mean, it was bad. So, I mean, they were looking like the Washington Generals. So it, it, it was a tough one, man. But, you know, Charlotte Hornets, this is the first real NBA action for Bilal Kulabali. So I'm very intrigued. You know, because if you look at overall, I'm an NBA fan overall. So, I mean, there's a lot of young talent in this game that I'm, I really want to watch. You know, obviously, Bilal Kulabali, but, you know, Nick Smith Jr., Brandon Miller, you know, how to, you know, there's a lot of names, you know, young talent in this game that I want to see. So, no, I agree on all points. I think Denny, because I think that Denny's going to be the starter at small four going to the year is because his defense is already there, man. He's, he's proven that he can defend at a high level in the NBA. You know, Bilal got a lot of potential, but, he hasn't played officially against real NBA talent yet. So, you know, Denny, I think, should definitely be the guy going into the regular season. And then we'll see. You know, getting to the deadline is a whole another situation. Who's here, who's not. So, looking at the uh, game tomorrow night, what is your prediction for a score and a winner? And what do you want to see from the Wizards on the offensive and the defensive side? Uh, what I want to see, I just want to see. Uh, I'm really, I'm really zoning in on Johnny again. I want to see how he does against actual NBA competition. Kind of look at the Hornets depth chart, but it's 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 really weird on uh, ESPN. But yeah. I, I, I'm really looking for uh, how Johnny Davis plays against uh, actual NBA competition. Uh, the Hornets do have some quick guards. You brought up Nick Smith Jr. You brought up, um, you know, they got Lamelo Ball. Terry Rozier, he can be a yeah. pest at times. Uh, James Booknight is injured. They're missing a lot of guys. They're missing yeah. a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people are injured, and that's why their their uh, depth chart looks kind of weird. Because Miles, once again, Miles Bridges is suspended. They don't even have Kai Jones as a backup, so they actually don't have a lot of guys on their roster at this point. Amari Bailey, he's a young guard too. He's going to be going up against him. Frank Nicotina is on the roster too. But just looking at our guys, uh, I really, I really want to see how Johnny Davis responds because Johnny Davis had a good game. So I want to see if he can continue that and play well and play with a lot of confidence. Uh, once again, pushing the pace, pushing the pace. This is something that, that Watson Jr. has really preached or a lot of the guys have preached in the, in the off season and, and on media day as well and shooting a lot of threes and a lot of threes up. I want to see if they continue that. So just a lot of piggybacking on what they did last uh, two nights ago or really last night on uh, yeah. Tuesday night. Uh, knocking down threes, running the floor, Bilal defensively. Can he keep this up? He's, you know, I want to see him guard Brandon Miller. That's going to be a great rookie matchup right there. Brandon Miller, 6'8, Bilal's about 6'6, six, 6'8. Six, six, so I think that's a guy that, that would be a, a really good assignment for him. Gordon Hayward, I just don't know who's going to play for the Hornets because they got a lot of guys with some injury history. Like Gordon Hayward, we talked about before we started, like he's <laughs> he, he's barely available to ever play. Yeah. Uh, so I want to see Bilal defensively. If Denny does play, I want to see what he improved on. Did he uh, improve on handling the ball? Like he talked about knocking down a three ball, handling the ball with both hands, not just his right hand. Can he, can he, you know, can he go left and finish with his left? Um, Kuz and Poole just keep doing what they did. You know, they're both going to score a bunch of points, but can they do it within the flow of the offense? Is going to be that my turn, your your turn thing that they said they don't want it to be. Can they score within the flow of the offense? And I think Tyus can help keep these guys under control and make shots, make Bat, make easy baskets for these guys. Gafford as well. Uh, he's going to be going up against Mark Williams, a young a young big man out of Duke. So and uh, he he played had a pretty good season last year. And then if Lamelo Ball, I want to see how they defend him as well. Delon Wright yeah. most likely will be guarding him. Uh, Shamet, I I don't expect him to play. Uh, Todd Gibson, I don't really expect him to play. Anthony Gill is going to be out because he got injured last game. 
And uh, just a big man spot. Again, Danilo Gallinari is a backup big. Basically naming everybody on the roster because I'm, I'm just intrigued to say everybody. I wish Pat Baldwin was, was healthy, but he's not. And uh, Ryan Rollins, I like what he did last game. And then Eugene. Eugene played well, so can he keep it up and uh, keep doing what he was doing? You know, because he, he's like a bulldog out there. He really is like – he looks like an NFL player, and he's just – he's a strong young man. So I want to see if he can keep it up too like he did last game. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league – helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. Um, Looking at the offensive side of the ball, put the running shoes on, man. I want to see them pushing the pace again. I think that was was fun to watch. You know, Ty is pushing the pace. Really catching defenses off guard. Now, gifted the, the defense. Just I don't think the defense even showed up. But you know, it's gonna it's gonna be intriguing how we do pushing the pace against another team who likes to push the pace. You know, the Charlotte Hornets are a team. Lamelo can push. You know, Terry Rozier can push. So, but I like to see again against an, an NBA team pushing the pace. Really utilize the outside shooters, man. Because Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma, man. Wow. I mean that the the potential for what they can do. On the wing, man, from the perimeter, is is scary because they let it loose and they look good, man. They look like they they didn't look like the first game, you know. They look very loose in that game, man. Um, like you said, the linebacker, man. I, I'm I'm intrigued to see him play because that I mean, brother, man's big, man. I mean, that's a defensive tackle trying to play basketball. Yeah. So <laughs> I like to see him, but Bilal, I I want to see the matchup between him and Brandon Miller. That's what I really want to see. I want to see him shut down Brandon Miller. Um, who's gonna guard Lamelo? Like you said, I think Delon's the guy because. Jordan Poole, for all he can do in the offensive end, he's not there yet defensively. I think LaMelo, you know, definitely put the line on him. Um, so, yeah, it, it's it's going to be an interesting game. You know, first time out for this squad against another NBA opponent. It's going to be interesting. Defensive end, um, this is going to be the test. This is because we really find out now where they're at defensively. Because, again, I, 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 I don't want kick, <laughs> to kick somebody while they're down, man, but – the, the NBL team just won the best example of, you know, where we're at defensively. And like I said, you know, they're a professional team. You know, they're still – they're better than I am. So, I mean, they, they, got, they have skills. So, but you're just – you know, it's, NBA talent is a whole other level. You know, when you got the Wizards looking like the Globetrotters, man, then that's the big, you know, gap as far as talent. So, you know, Hornets is another young team where, like I said, they have similar play styles. But it's going to be intriguing, man, because like I said, who, who do they start? Because Gordon – you know, Gordon Hayward's always hurt. He's made a paper. Uh, PJ Washington is is another guy to kind of look out for because mm, he yeah. can't shoot at a yeah. high clip, man. He, he can play some ball. Um, Mark Williams and Nick Richards, Nick Richards man. I forgot Nick about Richards. Nick Richards. He kills. He cooks the Wizards every game. Wizards killer, man. So you know, I don't know what motivates him. I don't know if he came to DC <laughs> and they messed up his order at Ben's Chili Bowl. I don't know what's up, but you know, he always he's always motivated playing against the Wizards. So it's gonna be a, it's a very intriguing young team to play against, and I think it's gonna say you know it's gonna show us where we're at a little bit. Because, again, we're kind of in the same position as Charlotte is where we have young talent. We have, you know, veterans here and there because, you know, technically <laughs> LaMelo Ball is a, is a vet at this point. But so, you know, I, I think that if I'm going to predict a win and a score, um, the Wiz win, and I'm going to say 107-98, the Wiz win. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and they got us on FanDuel as well. Shout out to FanDuel if you do want to put away. I actually want a, a, a bet on FanDuel for the Wizards beating the uh, NBL team for by more than 21 points. So the Wizards are actually favored in this game. It's another home game. They're favored by one and a half, minus 130. Um, they don't have the over under in, in yet. And it, it really just depends on who the Hornets play. I, I, they got, yeah, like, like we bought, we both bought up Nick Richards. They got another big man named James Najee. He's a rookie. I like him. I like him coming out. He's, he's, a, he's a very physical big. He's very athletic too. So we're going to see how some of our guys, uh, play against him too. But, um, yeah, if I have, if I had to do a prediction, I, it's hard for me to do this one. It really is. This one really is clearly a toss up, but I do want to see how they defend LaMelo Ball. Especially Tyus Jones going up against LaMelo Ball. And Terry Rozier is another Wizards killer, too. But, yeah, yeah the big yeah. thing for me is just seeing the young guys. How does Bilal do? Uh, and I want to see him take some more shots offensively. I know his offensive game is going to come. His defensive game is going to be further ahead than his offensive game. But I do want to – I want to see some 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 play calls for him. I want to see him get a little bit more involved on the offensive side of the ball. I'm not saying he needs to shoot step-back threes or anything like that, but I do want to see him – get some touches this game. He didn't get him. He, he really just focused on the defensive side of the ball, which is fine. If he does that this year and he's a defensive specialist, his rookie season, and he's getting deflections, steals, dunks, all that, I'm perfectly fine with it. But the, the preseason, I feel like, is a time where you need to practice. And um, if, if it if you airball, who cares? Or if you make mistakes, who cares? I just want to yeah. see him uh, on the offensive side of the ball trying to make stuff happen. Man, you a fan do a trip. I can't believe they even put that a bet on that. You know what I mean? Like that's that's, e- that's easy money. That's like who's gonna win in the fight between Mike Tyson and Robert Downey Jr. You know what I mean? Like, that's cold, man. Right. So, so yeah, I agree on all points, man. I think that the biggest the biggest takeaway you get out of this game is seeing how the young guys play. Johnny, how's he? How does he do against the NBA competition coming in this season? You know, so it's gonna it's gonna be a fun game to watch, man. Because like I said, as an NBA fan, yeah, I'm looking at my guys, but you know, Brandon Miller, man, you know, a lot of people thought that he could have been the guy at number one if it wasn't Wimbayama in the draft. I know a lot of people said Scoot, but Brandon Miller had a lot of, you know, a lot of buzz. So, and Nick Smith Jr. coming out of Arkansas, man, combo guard. Now, I'm intrigued to see him play too, man. So, yeah, it's going to be a fun game to watch, but definitely tune in tomorrow night, y'all, because it's uh, the second preseason game, the second out of four. So, we'll see what our Wiz kids can do, and we'll go from there. So, again, after the game, we will be doing a live stream video to chop it up with you guys to celebrate or, or cry, depending on the result. So definitely tune in and chop it up with your boys. But we're going to go ahead and call it a night. Um, definitely appreciate everybody showing up tonight, showing us some love as, as usual. We appreciate you guys. Wherever you get uh, your podcast, five-star review is much appreciated. On the YouTube side, side of things, um, like, subscribe, definitely comment below. Let us know what you guys think. So again, you know, appreciate you guys. Hail to the Wizards and peace. See you guys next time. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.